0: food i love food how about you do you eat because you're hungry do you eat because you're angry do you eat because you're happy why do you eat it's a really interesting question because most people would say i eat because i'm hungry and isn't it awesome that the body's got a mechanism that says i need food and we get that feeling in our tummy that says i'm hungry But here's a great question. When was the last time you actually felt hungry? And there's a lot of people that share with me that I I don't anymore. I just eat because it's the time of the day. Or I eat because I'm stressed. Or I eat because I'm I'm going out for dinner with friends. I don't eat because I'm hungry. So that's my question. Why do you eat? And if it's because we need nutrition, we need energy, we need to perform, then what are you putting in your body to make sure that that happens? But what about your mental health? What about your headspace when it comes to food? Is food for you an interesting experience? Is it an exciting experience? Is it yummy? Do you love food? And as an exercise professional or as a parent-teacher coach, somebody who's involved in delivering information about being healthy is it possible that whatever reason that you eat food, that people, other people eat food for different reasons? So I'll give you an example. I have uh, worked with people who, uh, at the horrible end of the scale, they eat food because they want to damage their body. So they just keep eating and eating and eating because they want to be overweight, because they don't like who they are, and they just uh, they use food as a weapon against themselves. Now, that's a horrible reason to eat, but I'm just sharing that with you because that's what people have shared with me. Rowie, I eat because I hate myself and it's a way of me damaging myself. Yuck. The reverse end of the scale is people who eat food because it's the most pleasurable, enjoyable experience. They don't care about nutrition. They don't care about performance. They don't care about calories. They don't care about vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, and fiber. They just love food. And it's a really important part of their life. We often call them foodies because it's a... It's a hobby, it's a passion, it's a life experience. So, why do you eat food? Because I've made this magnificent meal and I've gone through the process of the recipe and the, the chef and where the food came from and, and I've created this amazing experience and I just love food, which of course is a completely different headspace. So, if you are giving information about food, if somebody asks for your advice about food, If you're thinking about food for yourself, could it be a really great question to ask, why do I eat? There's the what we eat and the what time of the day we eat and how much we eat. But what about why? Are you eating because you want to have high performance, which is a completely different headspace to eating for pleasure? Are you eating for your physical well-being? What about your mental well-being? Because there's a lot of... uh, Information that suggests we shouldn't have, can't have, mustn't have, don't have certain foods because they're bad for us, and I always break it down to the simple basics of why, why, and how can a food be bad for us? Uh, food is made of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, water, uh, that pretty much all food is made from the same thing. It's just a different chemical makeup. So how can it be bad? Uh, and I'll, I'll go a step further. If you don't eat food, you die. So if you've got the option to eat chocolate or beer, or drink beer or or um, eat takeaway food or uh fat or sugar or whatever it is that might be available to you at the time so that you don't die couldn't that food be really good for you because it's the food that stops you from dying so that's that that extreme end of the scale the reverse end of that of course is if you eat too much food then you get sick you become overweight uh, your body breaks down because it can't cope with too much food so obviously there's a balance there So the question is now, why do you eat? Are you eating for your mental health, for your physical health, for your performance, for pleasure? Or there's the dark side of why. I eat because I'm angry. I eat because I'm stressed. I eat because I don't like myself very much. I eat because I want to hurt myself. And I think it's a really important question to ask. As an exercise professional, as a sporting coach, as somebody who gives advice about food, do we find out people's reasons why they eat? And there's a whole heap of things to, to take into consideration. If I'm eating for high performance, obviously uh, for, for sporting for performance, for example, or I have to make weight or I have to look a certain way. There's some things that have to be, some very careful controls that have to be put onto what I'm going to put into my body so that I get the exact nutrition, the exact uh, macro and micronutrition, the calories that I need or the lack of calories because I need to make weight, uh, there's some real scientific things to take into consideration. And I use the example, uh, my gorgeous husband came in who is an elite athlete and has to make weight on a regular basis. So he fights in a certain category for martial arts and he has to make weight and he has to stand on a scale. And he starts within six to eight weeks out of the competition to make sure that when he stands on that scale, he is the exact weight that he needs to be. And it becomes a scientific process. There's nothing emotional about it. It's not like oh, I can't have, must and have, don't have, shouldn't have bad food. It's just these this is the number of calories that I have to restrict myself to so that when I get to this date I make this weight. And it's just unemotional, logical, scientific. The reverse of that is if I have an emotional attachment to food. So I'm eating because I'm happy or eating because I'm sad or eating because I'm stressed. I'm not eating because I'm hungry. Uh, And that, of course, it has got nothing to do with science and it's got nothing to do with logic. It's everything about emotion. And that's why I often share the emotional eating scale, which is zero to 10. It's not a, a right or wrong scale. It's just a differentiation scale. So zero is I have no emotional attachment to food. I have a completely logical relationship with food. And the ten end of the scale is I have a completely emotional relationship with food and food is controlling my life. We could look at it this way. At zero, I'm in control of my food. I just eat when I'm hungry, I stop eating when I'm full. If I put on weight, I lose weight. If I I just eat for for being a human being. At ten On the emotional eating scale, uh, it's got nothing to do with logic. I'm now eating because food's controlling my life or I'm not eating because food's controlling my life. And that's where we have things like anorexia and bulimia and exercise bulimia and morbid obesity and where food is controlling your life and it's all emotional. So the reason I'm asking the question is if you want to have a healthy headspace in relationship to food... And if you don't ever want to be in the position where you or somebody in your life is down that horrible end of, I eat because I want to damage myself. And that's the real reason I'm asking the question. Because I've worked with people who are eating to hurt themselves or not eating to hurt themselves. So they're anorexic and don't want to eat food because they want to be in full control of uh, the, the stuff that goes into their body versus I eat everything because I'm out of control and I hate myself and both both of those head spaces there's nothing to do with logic obviously if I'm not eating because I don't I I want to be in control of my life and I'm not going to eat food because I don't want food to control me, that is obviously not logical. If I'm eating an enormous amount of food, even though I'm not hungry, but I'm angry, upset, disappointed with myself, I hate myself, I've got low self-esteem, obviously that's got nothing to do with logic. So do we want to keep people at the logical end of the scale where we eat when we're hungry, we stop eating when we're full? And uh, at this end of the scale, there's probably not even that much enjoyment to do with food. It's just about performance. So where's the balance? Do you love food and want to enjoy everything that you eat? And I always ask this very personal question. Wouldn't it be nice if your headspace, my headspace, the world's headspace was keeping food as simple as this? Eat when you're hungry. Stop eating when you're full. Eat what you like to eat. Don't eat the stuff that you don't like. I can never understand people that go on some kind of eating plan and they're putting stuff into their mouth that they don't even like the taste of. I don't understand why you would do that. Uh, If you love food, I don't understand why you would cut it out of your eating plan. If you really love chocolate or you really love to drink beer or you really love to have takeaway food or you really love a great pizza and somebody comes along and says, you can't have that, it's bad for you, but you really love it. Uh, My response is always, well, it's carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, what's bad about it? All foods are made of the same thing. And that's about as logical as you can put it. That's the scientific definition of food. The, the chemical makeup of all food is exactly the same. So why do you eat food? And if you want to be a healthy, strong, fit human being, do we need to have a look at what we're putting into our body? Like, why am I eating? If I want to be healthy, fit and strong, am I eating this? Is it going to make me healthy, fit and strong? But do we need to balance out why am I eating uh, to the pleasure of eating? What about mental health? If somebody says, Rowe, you can't have any chocolate, but I really want to have chocolate, and I I get angry and frustrated and annoyed because I can't have chocolate because somebody said it's bad for me, what happens to my headspace? If I think chocolate's a bad food and I eat it anyway, and then I feel guilty and stressed because I ate something that's supposedly bad for me, something that's made of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen, the same as an apple, the same as a piece of meat the same as a biscuit they're all the same they're all made of the same thing so what how how will that affect my headspace and what I would love is for everybody to love their food now I can't I can't control what you do I have no control over what the world does but I have been in a position where I've watched people hate to eat food and or eat so much food that it's killing them and I don't want that for anybody I would love everybody to be healthy fit and strong mentally and physically And the food that they eat is food that they really enjoy. So I use a a really random uh, example. Uh, A great fashion stylist or a a person who gives you advice about clothes will always share with you that all the clothes that you have in your wardrobe should be clothes that make you feel good. So when you put the clothes on, you wouldn't have anything in your your wardrobe that when you wear that, that outfit or that article of clothing, it doesn't make you feel awesome. So everything you own makes you feel great when you wear it. Wouldn't food be the same? Wouldn't that be awesome? Every time I love this yogurt, it's creamy and yummy and delicious and I just love it. But a vegan vegetarian wouldn't eat it because they hate it. So why would I give, first of all, why would I give my opinion about food to somebody who's going to have a different opinion to mine? And if I love something, why would I take it out of my eating plan? Surely everything that's in my cupboard should be food that I really love to eat. Not, I have to eat that because it's good for me. I have to eat that because it's low calorie. I have to eat that because it's on some eating plan that some social media guru gave me. Wouldn't it be nice to have everything in our cupboard, food that we love to eat, so that every food experience is yummy? Or it adds value to our life. Because I get that some people don't eat for yummy value. Some people just eat because it's high performance and they want, or they're hungry. So I'll eat because I'm hungry. I don't care what it is. I just eat because I'm hungry. Or I only eat food that's going to give me performance for my sport. Or I have to eat this certain way because I've got to make weight for my sport. I've got to look a certain way. But could it be a really good idea to ask, why do you eat food? Not just what do you eat. And a lot of exercise professionals and a lot of nutritionists and people involved with the delivery of information about food, they don't even ask those questions. Wouldn't it be nice if somebody who was giving you advice about food actually asked, What do you eat? What do you like to eat? What don't you like to eat? Why do you eat? What about what time of the day do you like to eat? Wouldn't it be nice that somebody was in, genuinely interested in the reasons why you eat at a certain time, why you eat? Uh, in a certain place, why you eat the amount that you eat, why you have chosen to eat the way that you do. Uh, somebody might say to you, and I've, just because I've got it here, somebody might say to you you should uh, eat yogurt because it's really good for you, and it's high in nitrogen, carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen, and you might say, but I'm a vegan vegetarian, I don't eat yogurt. But isn't it interesting that a lot of people that deliver information about food, they don't even ask, "What? why do you eat the way that you do? And if you're preaching at somebody about being a vegan vegetarian who's a carnivore or reverse, you're preaching at somebody that they shouldn't eat a certain thing but it's their favorite food, uh, how can that information even be effective? So would it be great? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be awesome? I'm maybe being delusional. If we all ate because we're hungry, we stopped eating because we were full, we only eat all the foods that we love so our cupboard is only full like our clothes with stuff that makes us feel good. And we eat when it suits us and our lifestyle, not when somebody else tells us. Wouldn't it be nice if food became more logical and less emotional? And wouldn't it be nice if we enjoyed it? Could there be some things to consider? Because I think if you're going to live your life to the max, where you enjoy every part of your life, food has to be a part of that. Whether you want to eat or not, at some stage in your life, you're going to eat food. Some people many times throughout the day, some people once a day, some people... Once every 10 days, that's that's people's choice, isn't it? We all get to eat what we want, when we want, in the amount that we want. We're adults, we get to do that. But wouldn't it be nice if food didn't have an effect on our mental health? In fact, it enhanced our mental health and it didn't have a, a poor effect on our physical health. It enhanced our physical health and food added value to our life, not detracted value, so that we can live our life to the max. Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie, and I'm here every single day because I'd love you to be healthy, fit, and strong, eat all the foods that you love, drink the stuff that you love to drink, and live your life in a way that makes you happy. Wouldn't that be awesome? So perhaps you can sing like I do every day. If you're happy and you know it, eat some yummy food. If you're happy and you know it, eat all the foods that you love. Woohoo! <laughs>